What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It is Denise Salcedo, and I am joined by Righteous Reg. And today it is Saturday, January 13th, and we are doing an TNA wrestling. I almost did it there. I almost did it. You did. TNA wrestling hard to kill. Um, damn, we gonna have a big night to talk about, Reg, because a lot went down here tonight. Uh, first and foremost, man, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, Denise. It's raining cats and dogs out here in Oakland, so I'm happy uh, to have been inside to have some good wrestling to watch. I thought that this was impact. TNA wrestling usually does really good pay-per-views, and I thought that this was a great way to restart the TNA brand. Oh man, for sure. I felt like there was a lot that I like thoroughly enjoyed a lot of really good wrestling. I can't wait to talk about that main event. We had some uh, newsworthy bits coming out of it. Um, for the most part, there's quite a bit to get into here today. I want to start off though by shouting out Sheldon Jackson for sending in these five DWO memberships. Thank you so much for doing that. That's very kind of you. If any of you want to get your questions, your comments, your reactions, you name it, uh, read here on the stream, you're more than welcome to to send in a super chat. Not only does it help you get uh, your thoughts and opinions heard on the stream, but it also helps support myself and Reg here on the stream. So let's get to it, man. Um, Reg, let's just kick things off with like the big portion of all of this. And that was the main event and what followed. So first of all, I want to make sure we give the main event uh, plenty of time to get into because mm -hmm. Moose versus Alex Shelley was one of my favorite matches, Reg, that I've seen this year. I thought that it was one of the best um, big man, little man matches that we have seen in a while. I thought it was perfectly freaking worked, man. I loved the psychology in this. Alex Shelley going and attacking the left arm of uh, Moose throughout this entire match. Moose eventually hitting that spear with his right side and getting the victory. That was a massive moment. Before we get into what happened, afterwards uh what did you think of this matchup i thought it was a really smartly worked main event denise it might have been i was thinking about it this might be my favorite moose match that i've ever seen i thought that the way that he controlled a lot of the match just being a big man overwhelming alex shelley was really awesome but alex shelley just being a veteran taking over his arm putting him in wild submissions getting him in different positions i love the work that they did on the outside moose was slamming him alex shelley's hitting shell shock they were throwing everything at each other. The one point where they start chopping and lariat each other and they're just striking in the ring, really strong work. Denise, I myself, very, very, very shocked at this result. I think we made predictions a couple days ago, and I don't think either one of us chose Moose as winning this match. So when it happened, I was like, whoa, wow, this is different than I expected. How did you feel at the result? Oh, man, I was so freaking happy, actually. Like, here's the thing. I love Alex Shelley. I think he's been a phenomenal champion. Of course, him becoming champion and finally getting his due was like this big, exciting moment, right? But I just think that Moose has been doing a phenomenal job. And I feel like he sort of have gone, he's, he has sort of gone a little bit under the radar yeah. with, there's not always, I feel like a lot of people talking about the work that Moose is doing. And I feel like every time I tune in to watch these, uh, you know, TNA wrestling, Impact Wrestling pay-per-views, that Moose is always somebody that I thoroughly enjoying this matches because when you even mentioned right now that this match was one of your favorites and I was thinking like I've enjoyed so many moose matches but this one was really uh definitely next level and there was just so much that I loved about this and I want to shout out what they did here with Alex Shelley because mm -hmm. so many times with um 
you know, especially when you have such a size difference with what you had with Alex Shelley and with Moose, sometimes, you know, the way that a match has worked can really depends on whether or not something is believable and I felt that the way that Alex Shelley was like out wrestling Moose the way that he was trying to bring him down they really made him really made him into a smart champion to like the point where he wasn't even like I feel like especially because he's a babyface champion you always like your babyface champions they always want to um you know, get the win in the center of the ring, right? But because Moose was such a big, imposing figure, Alex Shelley was like, damn, I just want to retain my championship right. however, you know, however possible. So, like, there was one point where, like, he was willing to win via almost a count-out situation. Right. And so it was all of these little storytelling bits that we saw in this matchup that I really freaking enjoyed. So um, shout-out to them. I'm excited to see what Moose does uh, as champion now. Uh, getting to see him as TNA World Champion is kind of cool considering that he had brought back uh the tna world championship before a couple years ago and now look at him he's the uh first champion of this new era of uh tna so here's the thing though after this we got a pretty interesting moment here and that was the debut of nick nemeth formerly known as dolph ziggler in wwe nick nemeth came in attacked moose from behind well came from behind excuse me and then they had the confrontation and then there was the uh you know the fighting and all of this he then goes into the crowd he's like literally looks like a rock show he's in the crowd he's living it up he rips up the t-shirt he's got tna wrestling underneath there uh it felt like a big moment moment um what did you think of the reveal of the person the big signing into tna wrestling being nick nemeth not surprised because i predicted this on a couple shows. i think i predicted this earlier on grapsity i had a feeling when he debuted on new japan i was like that leads me kind of to believe to think that he was going to also debut in T- uh, tna for some reason i don't know why something just in the back of my brain clicked it's like he's probably going to show up so him showing up here was not a surprise to me. I think it's a pretty good move for TNA wrestling with the new regi- new regime and everything going on. I'm excited to see him out of that system, Denise. We talked about it a little bit. He's been a WWE wrestler. That's all we ever known of this guy. So seeing him here, seeing him with all these different opponents, X-Division opponents in these different situations, I think it's going to be pretty exciting. I don't know if Scott Demore should have uh, hyped it up like he did. But, you know, we all, I mean, if you're going to go hard for your company, Denise, you got to be like, it's going to be the next level, the craziest thing you ever seen, right? Right, exactly. So I think that was my thing that kind of threw me off in this, where I wasn't going to expect Nick Nemeth, because there was two things. One, he had said that this was going to be like one of the biggest signings that TNA has ever had. Now, think about this. TNA has had Kurt Angle. Uh, They've even had, uh, you know, Sting. They've had Hulk Hogan. No matter how you Mm -hmm. feel about him, he's still a big freaking name. Um, So I was thinking like, oh, my God, if he's going out there and saying this, this is going to be some crazy freaking name. And there I go pitching Okada and Reg freaking shoots me down. (laughs) Then I started thinking, okay, maybe it is going to be AJ Styles. And then, nope, that doesn't happen either. So I actually think that this would have hit harder and been a lot more uh, effective had they not made the announcement. Like if he didn't say anything at all. They didn't say anything. They just had the show that they had. And then they had Nick Nemeth come out and have his big hoorah moment. I think that would have been a lot stronger than going the way that they did, which I get it. They want to sell tickets. Of course, that's what you want to do. But I think it would have been a lot better had they not made this announcement. I especially think, Denise, with what happened earlier in the show with 
Ash the Elegance uh, debuting. Ash by Elegance. Ash by Elegance debuting because people thought that was it. So there was Me a, too. you know what I mean? So there was a kind of like, oh, and then when Dolph, when Nick Nemeth showed up, it was like, okay, like, yeah, I think they could have handled it different. If they would have just said, watch the show, some crazy shit's going to happen, probably would have hit a little bit harder than what they did. Right, exactly. So that was the thing, too. So we also, we're going to get into that. We also had the uh, debut of Ash by Elegance. And for those of you who are like, who the hell is Ash by <laughs> Elegance? Well, that is the former Dana Brooke. And you know what, Reg? You and I, we were texting back and forth on this because they kind of did her reveal was kind of cool because they had her coming out of this car and they shot like her feet. They showed her from the back. She had like this big white blonde wig, uh, sparkly little little outfit and I that's all we got to see so I put out the picture on Twitter and everybody was like I have no idea I have no idea who it is and then the person that a lot of people were naming were Dana Brooke but I looked at it and I'm like I don't know man she looks really tall and really really skinny in this like I don't know if it's Dana who is it like who is this specific person because she just looked really really tall and I've interviewed Dana and she she's like almost my height maybe like an inch or two so I was like who yeah I know right so I was like who the hell can that be? Because she just looked extra tall in the video. And so, um, anyways, it ended up being Dana Brooke, uh, Ash by Elegance. And I thought she freaking looked phenomenal, by the way. Um, and here's the thing about her coming in, though, is that I think people thought for a split second, like you said, that she was the big reveal, the big name. And I thought... Nah, like there's no way. But then I was like, maybe it is. And we had gone so far. We got to the point of the main event when Moose won, where I thought, damn, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was, I don't want to say people let out a collective groan, but people were kind of like, uh, maybe a little bit let down by the whole thing. And I don't think Nick Namath was enough to save it, especially with him touting his, as the one of the biggest signings of all time. I think they're both going to be great for the company because I think that, they just need a different environment to excel in. But leading them off like that wasn't good for either one of them. <laughs> right, right. And I'm so happy for Dana Brooke, by the way. I'm right. so excited for her because I actually posted this clip on Twitter um, from my one of my last interviews that I had with her from, uh, when was it, God? It might have been WrestleMania season or Royal mm -hmm. Rumble season last year. I forgot if it was Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. No, you know what? It was the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it was the Royal Rumble. Um, And I had done an interview with her and I had asked her a question about if she feels whether or not she has been able to show the fans everything that she's capable of. And she cut this very like passionate promo, not a promo, but she basically told me like, I feel like people kind of dismiss me and I can go with a lot of people. Mm. And she said that she wants to show the fans that she can work with anyone and that she can go down any path. And so I almost see happening to Dana Brooke in, in, in TNA what happened with Trinity, where yeah. we literally saw Trinity go from having a couple matches here and there in WWE. Eventually, she won the tag team titles. Cool. But for the most part, like she wasn't out there having 20 minute matches or anything like that. And we'll talk more about Trinity, you know, later on today. But just seeing the changes that we've seen in Trinity and just the evolution of her in this short period of time in TNA wrestling. Uh, who knows? Like maybe we can see that for Dana Brooke. Yeah, I think women in that position, kind of ones that been in WWE in these same positions as Trinity and Ash by Elegance, I think they look at Trinity as a guiding light. They like see her over here cooking and impact. 
TNA. She's the uh, she was a knockouts champion. She was having this big run, getting main events and stuff. And they're probably thinking the same thing. I want to go do that. I want to get a time to shine, spread my wings, and really show these people what I get to do. Because sometimes you get in a position in WWE where you just don't have the opportunity because of time. It might not be you could be the best worker back there, but just in these situations and what happens, you don't get to really show what you got to do. And I think she got a few opportunities when she was doing like main event and these things where the gloves are kind of off a little bit, but I think in impact TNA, she's really going to be able to shine. I'm just going to say impact. You guys know what I'm talking about. Cause I'm tired of this. Yeah. Might as well. You know, and I feel like it's my fault because you, were, doing the, you were saying TNA and then I messed uh. you up on the last show and now I messed things up for you. Um, but we got a couple of super chats to get into. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who's sending these in. Uh, all right. We got crazy one and one who says TNA hard to kill AEW collision battle of bouts all lit. Not only that, there was also a GCW show. There was mm. a new Japan show that had yep. some big news that came out of that as well with Jack Perry um, coming in and uh, ripping up an AEW contract. He's got this big scruffy beard. He's, um, what do you call it? He's got a uh, armband on his arm that's a scapegoat. I mean, he's. I'm kind of excited for him. I'm kind of excited for him. Denise, does ripping up a contract mean that contract don't exist anymore? Well, Is that how that works? Well, I mean, sorry. Did I just call you Will? I'm Two sorry. times, too. <laughs> sorry. This show is cursed. I didn't Come on. <laughs> Not once, but twice I Two called times. you. <laughs> I'm, it done, I'm done. I'm done. Oh I'm done. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're out here calling freaking TNA Wrestling Impact. I'm out here calling you Will. What are we He's doing? Gone. He's been gone for a while too, Denise. You guys don't even have a regular show. We have a regular show. No, it threw me off because we did the interview last time, like two, like a week ago, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. So in my brain, it's still <laughs> okay. All right. All right. What was the question? <laughs> all right. The question was, uh, oh, oh, yeah, if, oh you, yeah. if you rip up a contract, does that mean that the contract doesn't exist anymore? Um, no, of course not. Contracts get like put into files and stuff so you know? it's just like a symbolic thing of like i'm not that jack perry anymore it's symbolic i think that they want us to believe that he's done with aew mm-hmm. and that he's gone off and he was maybe done with being a scapegoat and now he's in new japan that's like the angle that they're running okay yeah and i, I like it though i think it gives him this much needed edge because if you remember before all of the shenanigans went down with jack perry mm-hmm. um and cm punk and everything he was going for this new uh character right. and it was kind of flopping if you remember a lot of people weren't oh, really yeah, we talked about work. it we didn't really like right. it that much <laughs> right it wasn't that popular and i feel like if he goes and he does new japan for a bit you know is off on excursion and gets to maybe gain a little bit of an edge there I think that will benefit him once he goes back to AEW. Mm, good for him. I'm excited to see if he can go and make a little name before coming back to AEW New Japan. I think it's a good idea for him. I agree. Uh, Dan V900 says, Moose winning has genuinely killed my interest in TNA. What? He was a nice cold challenger who needed help beating Rhino. How don't you do How don't you do Shelly, uh, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban for the title and just jump to setting up Moose and uh, uh, Nick Nemeth? Look, honestly, I really just, I'm a big fan of Moose. I think that his work speaks for himself. And I think that this was a cool opportunity and a cool moment. And I don't know how long he's going to be champion for. They're clearly setting up Moose uh, and Nick Nemeth 
that's clearly happening. It's just a matter of when. So he may be a transitional champion here. I'm not entirely too sure. I did think that Alex Shelley was going to be a uh, transitional champion for a second. I thought that was going to happen. I'm glad it didn't. Uh, so it might happen to Moose. I don't know. What do you think? I I see Nick Nemeth winning this championship either way. Like he was going to beat Shelly or Moose at this point. If they signed him, I'm like, it's a matter of time before they make him world champion. So it really depends on if you like Nick Nemeth or not, because he's the one that's going to be the champ. I think transitioning from Moose or from Alex Shelly to Moose makes more sense if Nemeth is the next challenger, because you don't want to do a babyface Shelly against what you want to be a babyface Nemeth coming in. So this makes the most sense, but there is a kind of, stigma or something around the name of moose denise that like on the time well, i went on the timeline and people were not happy about this win so. really why was that there's a thing people don't like moose what did i miss did i miss something i mean yeah. okay okay all right <laughs> i read the room i read the room crazy 101 says thank god it was not okada like denise said all right first of all that was not totally crazy okay can i just say i don't think it was crazy what do you mean that's not totally crazy? No, because here's my, I have reasons to back this up, man. All right. I ain't going to come out here and look like no freaking goof. All right. First and foremost, Scott DeMore had said that this was going to be one of the biggest signings ever for TNA. And okay? you see what he was talking about. What do you mean? Nick Nemeth was here, not Okada. Right. Hold on. So he said the biggest signing in TNA. <laughs> <laughs> then he said worlds were going to collide. What world is collide? I mean, yeah, I guess he, he did do the appearance with New Japan as well. But anyways, he said worlds were going to collide. Then there's also the thing about we were I was just talking to Kushida. We were talking about that dual uh, dual contract situation. That's another reason. Uh, I've recently heard, by the way, that the yen has gone down in Japan. So I thought, man, maybe this is an opportunity to get a dual contract someplace. He doesn't have to come out every single week. He can down. come out and work like four times a year, and that would be pretty freaking cool. All right? <laughs> so there you go. I had four reasons here to believe that that could have been an opportunity. Four. Reg, the yen four. went down is the craziest excuse I think no, I've ever not. heard. No, it's not. I don't think so. No. The yen went down, Denise. So you think he's good? How far did it go down to sign a damn TNA contract? Okay, Denise. Look. No, but I'm saying, like, let's say he would have. Let's say he would have. I'm not saying he would have been on every week. He could have done four shows a year, and that would have been pretty freaking cool. Like, there was ways to do this. Whatever, Denise. I want to ask you. You need to have the vision. You don't, don't have I the don't vision. Have the vision at all. Coming into the show, I wanted to ask you a question. Did this? They switched to TNA. Did it feel any different at all? I would say yes, it did. Because I thought that the crowd was like, they were they were a really good crowd. I'm going to say that because they went out there and they were hot for everything. There was one match that I didn't think was that great. Uh, actually, no, that's not true. There was one match that I thought was okay, but mm. they kind of made it into something even more so through the crowd reaction. And we saw it the entire night. Like, there was not one point, name one point of the show, Reg, where the crowd was dead. No, yeah, the crowd was hot. And we remember we just talked about Las Vegas' crowd. We and they were in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. Yeah. Exactly. We were shitting wow. on the Las Vegas crowd that me and you were part of, by the way. So we were yeah. technically also shitting on ourselves. But right. but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, they were they were a hot crowd. I think hot. that the passion was there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I understand. Like, I was just... I thought maybe some kind of feel like the feeling of impact, I guess, because they were 
I still don't really understand what they were trying to accomplish by switching over because I thought that they were in a good position and a hot product in their own space already. So it just kind of feels like they're continuing what they were doing and they just changed the name. I guess that was the point. I see. I, I see. Nine V hundred says Shelly Nemeth would have been great for the title. Damn. So a lot of people don't seem to be as stoked about uh, Moose being champion as, uh, as I was. So damn. Hmm. Alexander Fitzgerald says it's so beautiful to see wrestling thriving on a Saturday night. AEW, TNA, and New Japan Pro Wrestling all being talked about and watched tonight. I'm happy to see. <laughs> Sorry, I've been trying to hold in a sneeze through this whole super chat. <laughs> Could you tell? I shouldn't have said anything. I scared it away. I was like, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start from the beginning. Alexander Fitzgerald says it's so beautiful to see wrestling thriving on a Saturday night. AEW, TNA, and New Japan Pro Wrestling all being talked about and watched tonight. I'm happy to see Nick um, without the WWE handcuffs now. D- Honestly, Alexander Fitzgerald out here bringing some, some, some good points. Yeah, I mean, with uh, how much wrestling is going on, it's just see, it's great to see everybody talk about it positively. I think is great. And Nick Nemeth is going to be an experiment, I think. Denise, like, is he going to be in cruise control over here because he's already had the long wrestling career, or is he coming to prove something? Guess we'll really see. I don't know. I think that I'm going to go with the latter option there, Reg. I think mm-hmm. that when you are, here's the thing. This is the way that I see it. Let's say you, Righteous Reg, you just came out of WWE after being there for a long time and people have only seen one version of you. And if you believe that there's something more in you, then wouldn't you want to prove your value? Because you want to prove your value where it wasn't seen someplace. And then on top of that, if you're going to come into New Japan or TNA and make all of these big appearances, you don't want to feel like, you, like you're like a flop. You don't want to feel that way. So my assumption is that he's going to go out there and, you know, work his butt off to prove uh, people wrong or prove whatever he needs to prove that, or if he feels he needs to prove something. I would imagine he does. Yeah, I think you bring up a good point. I think having the New Japan thing mixed in there brings it different because you can't go and cruise control at New Japan. They'll beat your ass. And I don't think he would. He knows the history and how important New Japan is to wrestling history. I wouldn't think he would do that. I'm excited to see him. Yeah, I agree. And we were talking about this when we talked about him coming into Wrestle Kingdom. It's more so of a wait and see game and see how how things are going to be. But even just from like this little portion where he went into the crowd and ripped open his shirt and was like freaking like uh like he, he was he was like a rock star it felt yes. pretty cool like that shot that i i screenshotted of him uh he's like yeah like really really like ripping into it looking like the hulk i mean that was pretty cool uh that was awesome so good for him i'm excited to see what he does jared says ash by elegance sounds like a drag queen name i'm not up to date with the uh, the cool names i think ash by elegance sounds more like a perfume it does yeah it's like ash by elegance what is that i guess it's different like it's way different than any other wrestling name but like what yeah i I like it though although they kept calling her the wrong name they kept calling her ash by excellence Mm -hmm. on commentary twice that's what happens when you get a new name yeah ash by elegance (laughs) i like it though it sounds like a perfume mr best in the world five says denise are you going to aw revolution yes i am by the way i'm excited uh, Reg, I know you were a little concerned for me for a second going to North Carolina, but yep. I've been told that I'll be all right. So oh, sweet. 
So I guess I'll be all right. I think you'll be all right. Everything will be fine. You don't hang out in crazy places. You go right from where you need to be to the next place that you need to be. So Great, Reg. Tell everybody I'm boring. I mean, it is what it is. They've watched the show. They know what, what time it is. That's true. I remember this one time. Um, Where was it at? God, I think it might have been. Um, Was it Minnesota? Minneapolis? Minneapolis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Minneapolis. Uh, I forgot what the hell I was there for, but I was there for AEW for something. And it was funny because I ran into Stephanie Chase. And uh, do, uh, do you know Stephanie? Stephanie uh, Chase? She, okay, so. Why? I think, man, I don't know. It was funny because I ran into her and she was like, oh, what are you going to do? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to my hotel and I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. So whatever, right? She asked me like if I wanted to do something and I was like, oh, no, I'm okay. I'm going to go work and blah, blah, blah. So the next day we caught up and she told me, all of the exciting things that she did. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I went home and that was the day that uh, Taylor Swift released the 10 minute, uh, sh- uh, the 10 minute video of All Too Well. So I went home to go watch a Taylor Swift video and then <laughs> and do my little videos. And I thought to myself, God damn, I'm a grandma. And you she are. told me all the great things she did. And I was like, damn, I'm boring. Yeah, you could be in these spaces in these things, Denise, but you don't want to. Yeah, she, okay, she went to, like, a, who was singing? Someone from AEW was doing some sort of concert. Probably Max Caster. Yes, Max yep. Caster. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. That's what mm-hmm. she was going to, and she had invited me to that. And I was like, oh, no, it's okay. So there you go. Because you don't be in circles like that, but you no. could if you wanted to be, Denise. You're on all the guest lists. I remember when Will forced me to go to Wally Mania. Mm-hmm. And oh, I yeah, was, you were there. That's funny. What was Denise doing at Wally Mania? She shouldn't be I was here. forced to go by Will because he said to me, Denise, there are people here that believe that you would not come. And Will made me feel yeah. bad because he was like, you know, there's people that think you're stuck up because you don't go to parties. That's not what it is. You just and don't I was like, like that. All right, well, well, I'm going to prove you and I'm going to prove everybody wrong and I'm going to go to Wally Mania. You went and you didn't talk to anybody, sat in the corner like a little weirdo. I did talk to people. Who'd you talk to? You. Exactly. Look, you sat in the corner like a weirdo. You know us already. (laughs) I don't mingle, Sean Rossap. Yeah. I don't mingle, okay? You have to come up to me. I will not go up to you, okay? That's the rule. Why did Will Washington guilt you into going? Like, he know that's not a space you would be existing in. I know. Isn't that messed up? Mm. Making a friend go out of their comfort zone? He would. That jerk. Crazy one and one says, Denise, you sound like a crazy person. You do. I know. And this is coming from someone whose username is crazy one. Crazy one one. Yeah, exactly. You sound just like me, is what crazy one one is saying. All righty. Nope, I do not mingle. Anyways. Mm-hmm. We need to get to the rest of the show because there was some <laughs> we only talk about one match. <laughs> I know. Let's get into Jordan Grace and Trinity. Let's talk yes. about that because that was for the TNA Knockouts World Championship. And we got uh, Jordan Grace won this match, which I think a lot of people were expecting because Trinity, uh, it looks like she may be on her way out. Do you think that she is on her way out? It's looking like it coming off of this. Denise, there's a couple of uh, videos posted of after the match of people in the building, and it looks like she's given like the thanks, guys. See you later. Won't be coming back. So I probably would expect to see her in the Royal Rumble at minimum here this month. Yeah, I think so, too. And you know what? Good for her. She went out. She thought that she was going to be done with wrestling at one point. She ended up taking a risk. 
She went with TNA Wrestling. She risked not only that. A lot of people, you know, there's people that are like, oh, you can go from WWE to TNA Wrestling. You know, there's people that are going to make fun of you. And I'm not going to lie. I saw those comments. They were on my YouTube channel. I was seeing comments of people making fun of her for that decision. And she went out there and she proved herself. She really, really did. And this match, I think, was proof of that. The My favorite thing of this match was that it ended up going, I think it was 14 minutes and 30 seconds here, according to Wikipedia. 14 minutes and 30 seconds. But this entire match was worked very nicely. She did so much. I feel like this was just proof of her overall growth that she's had in TNA wrestling from like where she started and where she was at by the end of it. Like you literally saw the growth in her through confidence, through in-ring skill. I feel like I saw more from Trinity as a wrestler here than I ever did before. Totally. This was, she's been putting in, it was like jumping into the fire pretty much, Denise, like coming off of what happened with WWE, her and Mercedes leave, and there was a stigma around what they did. She came and just showed that, no, I'm a great wrestler. You guys aren't going to sleep on me and put me into this box. You guys think I'm just this dancer or whoever, valet or whatever. No, I can really go. And her getting the Impact title, and I think being in this division, Denise, with these killers in this knockouts division, threw her right into the fire. And she showed every time that she could keep up. And I think this match was a great way to kind of stamp it off because Jordan Grace is an MVP of this division. If you want to, if you want to see if somebody can go, put him in the ring with Jordan Grace. And I think this was one of those match. Jordan Grace was hitting her with all the power spots, trying to kill her. Trinity just was graceful, doing looking great, doing cool things in the match. Um, this was a really fun knockouts title match, a main event style match. And seeing Trinity get this shine, get these flowers with her friends in the building, apparently, I think it's really Yeah, awesome. they look super funny, too, by the way. The picture mm -hmm. of Bailey and Mercedes all out there with the little black hoods and the little <laughs> sunglasses. I'm like, they look like they're about to, like, rob a bank or something. They do. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of bank and, robbers. I know. They're out there, like, looking hidden and stuff. It was pretty funny, actually. Mm -hmm. But uh, there you go. I'm really excited to see uh, Trinity, uh, see what she's going to do next. I think that this was definitely a good stop in her, uh, you know, her wrestling career, her wrestling journey. Um, and her and husband's over there, too. Like, don't forget. Like, who yeah. doesn't want to be with their significant other, you know? Of course, of course. All right, so I'm going to work my way backwards since I don't know how that happened, but I'm just going to work my way backwards. All right, so four-way for the tag team um, for the tag team titles. Um, ABC, the Rascals, we had Laredo Kid uh, end up replacing Trent Seven, who was supposed to be teaming with Mike Bailey. And then we also had the Grizzled Young Veterans. What did you think of this matchup? And then we did see uh, ABC retain their championships. Spot foo, spot foo, spot foo. Thank God for spot foo. I thought everybody looked great in this match, Denise, specifically the Grizzled Young Vets. I almost thought they could win in this position. They look so daunting and bigger than everybody. It's like, yo, these are some big ass dudes. They looked, their strikes are great. Their taunts, everything about them looked like a big main event tag team. I almost thought they could get the victory here. ABC has been on a run. They were the one of the best tag teams of the whole year last year. So I was happy to see them get the victory. The way that they put together their tag team moves, the way that they're coordinated. At one point, uh, Ace Austin missed on a spot, but he still hit it. And he's like, my fault. The way that they communicated together, I think is very, very strong. And one of the reasons why they continue to be the Impact Tag Team Champions. Um, the rest of the teams look great, too. The Rascals are awesome. 
they uh also the way that they put together spots and coordinate and everything so fast it's just like yo this is really dope and of course laredo kid replacing Trent seven i thought was awesome mike bailey's one of the mvps of the whole uh impact wrestling division that <clears throat> it's really cool to see i thought this match was awesome um this shows like this is TNA with the spirit of TNA existed because of matches like this thought this was the right victor. And I'm happy to see more of grizzle young vets here. Cause I think that they're really on their way. Yeah. It's kind of trippy because the last time that I was watching them, they were on NXT. So it's like, you know, trying to get used to them, like in a different place. It's so like, ah, like it's so mind blowing sometimes, but I, yeah. I do want to take a second though and shout out ASOS Austin and Chris Bay. I think they are a marvelous tag team together. Okay. Uh, they do really good work. And I mean, all of these teams do, of course, with Mike Bailey and Laredo kid, they were thrown together last minute, but regardless, uh, all the other teams, I think come together very nicely. I was a big fan of uh, the last couple of minutes of this. This match i think that the start was a little bit too slow for me but yeah. the last couple of minutes it was just like boom 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 like i can't even tell you what every guy did here because they were just freaking coming out here there were a couple of missed moments um just a couple of uh, little slip-ups here and there probably like three in this match but they made they they ended up like patching it up and making up for it in the last couple of minutes. I thought mm -hmm. that it was some really uh, solid work towards the end. We have a super chat here from Sheldon Jackson who says, mm -hmm. Denise, come get your favorite artist, Taylor Swift slag surfing, no rhythm. This feels like a personal attack on the coach or shaking my damn head. What did I miss? I heard she was dancing on at the game, but I was She's getting ready for the show. Yeah. So I didn't see. She doesn't have any rhythm. You know that that's not a surprise. Hey, Reg, Reg, <laughs> Reg, Reg. I will drive my ass to Oakland right now. Drive my ass to Oakland. So you Oakland. can high five me and say you agree. No. And take you out. <laughs> take you out. And then I'm going to go drive to Sheldon's house. Listen, that's not her strong suit. We all know that about Taylor It doesn't Taylor matter, okay? Like, she's it a, doesn't so you, matter. She's the richest, the greatest in the world. But rhythm, last thing she has. Reg, my nostrils are flaring right now. All right? I'm going to drive to your house. I'm going to drive to Sheldon's house. And... Time for some slobber knocking yeah, here, man. Say Denise has bad blood. <laughs> Look, my heart rate went up. Look, my heart rate went up, guys. Like, I'm literally, heart rate went up to 83 <laughs> beats per minute. My resting heart rate is 69. I'm at an 83 right now. All right. Josh okay. Alexander defeated Alex Hammerstone. So we need to talk about this one because this was a matchup that – I hadn't seen Alex Hammerstone wrestle in a very long time. I only probably saw him wrestle like maybe once or twice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I had not been too familiar with Alex Hammerstone. And so during this match going into it, I was thinking, all right, this is going to be a pretty big opportunity for him. He is in a match with Josh Alexander. Okay. You cannot have a bad match with Josh Alexander. If you have a bad match with Josh Alexander, my friend, you're the problem. Yeah. All right. So there was a big test going into this. Now, this match, I thought two things that I really loved about it. Well, a couple. But the first thing, first thing is that I thought that the crowd really, really made this match even a little bit more mm -hmm. like they like from the very beginning because for the most part like the beginning of the match was all josh alexander yeah. it really wasn't until towards the middle towards the end that we kind of started to see a little bit more of alex hammerstone like i felt like the first couple of minutes of this match i'm like i haven't really seen anything yet from alex hammerstone to make me say oh i'm a fan but as we continued to progress in the match i started going huh all right now i get why people were talking about him but 
that so that was the one thing that I did like that the crowd was through and through the entire time. The other thing that I liked was, of course, Josh Alexander just going out there and really just like making sure that this guy's best strengths were highlighted. There was yeah. a moment that was so freaking random and probably not even like a big, big deal. But to me, it was actually a really good spot where Josh Alexander was hitting Alex Hammerstone with a couple of forearms. And then there was one that he hit him with. But instead, Alex, uh, uh, Alex Hammerstone put his chin down and held his arm there and like kind of wedged it in between his neck and his chest and i thought shit i don't think i've ever seen that before then there was a really funny part i don't know if you caught this reg but there was a part where uh because he kept attacking um alex hammerstone's leg there was a part where, where alex hammerstone out of he's like running the ropes and then he stops midway and he goes oh and he goes down <laughs> yeah. and he's, he acted like he got shot or something <laughs> It was hilarious. That popped me. That popped me so much because I was like, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that before. Mm -hmm. What'd you think of it? I'd like to, I think Hammerstone had a really good showing. We talked about it the other day. This was kind of like a make or break moment for him. But it's like, you got to just shit the bed if you're going to have a bad match with Josh Alexander. That's like the easiest match in the world. I love that they pumped this up as that too. They're like, look, Josh Alexander's our ace around here. He's the God. If you could go, toe-to-toe -to -toe with him then you can make it i thought the crowd could feel that hammerstone's kind of a west coast wrestler so he's known over here so it actually made sense that the crowd was so into this uh alexander um josh alexander i think leading the match being a veteran using his instincts to get hammerstone over and like you said you get into his strengths and doing everything it's the perfect position to be in Alexander, Josh Alexander, I think is going to have to be back in the main event scene fighting for that TNA uh, championship real soon because he's so good. They can't have him just lingering around in any positions. He has to be a top guy very soon. Yeah, we got a super chat here from Sheldon Jackson saying, Denise, I'm waiting because he won't do nothing. <laughs> she already disrespected the culture with her unseasoned uh, rendition of September and now the sw swag surf uh, with her no rhythm having self. I want all the smoke 10 toes down. <laughs> Wait, no what rhythm. does 10 toes down mean? It means you're standing on business. Wait, what is the swag surf? It's like dance. How does <laughs> it go? No. <laughs> oh, is it like a ridiculous dance or like a... I'm not in the TikTok world. I'm not. It's like, what uh, are like if you're fresh. in a big crowd, people do it together. Usually, a bunch of black people will do it together. So Taylor Swift probably shouldn't be doing it. Is all it is. Again, she has no rhythm. She can't get it together. Why are you mad at me? Be mad at her. She's the one without the rhythm. Reg, I hope you know you're getting the deaf stare right now. This is the deaf stare. <laughs> you are getting the death stare. Why are you booing me? I'm right. <laughs> hey, you know what? Taylor Swift is amazing and everything she does is fabulous, all right? Including all of her dance moves. All right. I don't care no. what anyone says. You know them dance moves are terrible. Keep playing the guitar. She's lady. fabulous. Okay. Like, look at her. She could do anything and you're just like, wow, that's fabulous. Anything? That's a stretch. Mm, anything. anything. She could do a lot. Anything. She can do everything, Reg. She's mm. queen. All right. Mm. So a good showcase for Alex Hammerstone. You think he'll be signed by TNA if he I, isn't already? Yeah, if he isn't already, I definitely could see him signed. They need – this has been kind of their longstanding thing. Their heavyweight uh, division always needs new contenders because they get to this position where somebody gets over and then they leave. They always have a bunch of 
empty vacant spots and they need another guy like Hammerstone that could be in the main event that's been in the world title matches and been world champion just to kind of get some more bodies in here. Nice. I agree with that. I think they can definitely do a lot of good stuff and a good use for Alex Hammerstone on the roster. Now I got to get into this match that I really enjoyed. Reg, I was like, yes, I'm so excited for this match. It was a three-way for the TNA X Division Championship. Chris Saban defending against Alejo Del Vikingo and Kushida and retaining. Dude, this was so much fun, man. So much fun. Uh, How'd you feel about this match? Vikingo, Vikingo, Vikingo. Every time he does it, Denise, we're all in amazement. We're all surprised. Before this match, they announced that they're in a partnership with AAA, but it's like, aren't you guys always in a partnership? They've been par- they've been working together for the last 20 years. And when they what? said, I'm like, I guess the news is they're expanding it. I don't know what that means. They didn't really um, like explain it that well. No, they were just like, we're working together. And we're all like, yeah, you have been. Why are you talking about this? That's what I thought. I was like, am I misunderstanding something? Did I miss an announcement? Like, what's going on here? I don't know. But whatever. If we get more action like this, I'm Oh, my God. You know what this was, Reg? We've been dating for a while, and we're going to get married, and we want everyone to know. Like, it's been 20 years. Are you going to put a ring on it, big dog? Yeah, we finally put a ring on it. It's been 20 years. All right. We're like, I thought you've been dating this whole time. You guys got kids together. (laughs) He then finally put a ring on it. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. But yeah, I thought this match was awesome. The Kingo hitting the in the ring outside 450. Ridiculous. Kushida uh, being an established member on this roster, I think is cool. All these spots, Vikingo hitting his standing on the rope, Dragon Rana. You guys I don't even know what to call it. I'm like, it's I feel just... like I have to watch that 10 times to even see how he did it. That's my favorite thing about Vikingo. I like to rewind when I can. I couldn't rewind today, but when I do can rewind, I'll rewind to see how he moved his body to get to the first thing and how he moved his body to get to the second thing. Cause it's like, it, it's a science. Like you got to slow that shit down. I want to see how he does it. Yeah. It's magic. It's, it's Lucha Libre on steroids. I don't know how it happens and how he does it, but yeah, just uh, if you want to just have a great X division match and a showcase and you know, the winner's going to be Chris Sabin, you want to get a piece in like this just to throw it all out there. But yeah, I wasn't super surprised that Chris Sabin getting the victory here. X division, 10 time X division champion going into the new, the new year, I think having him as a champion and whoever he loses it to is going to get a big push. So I think this is a really dope match. Yeah, it definitely was good spots. Loved it. Uh, Chris Saban's awesome. Kushida's awesome. Vikingo's awesome. Everything was awesome. Happy, happy mm-hmm. thumbs up there. Um, all right, let's get to go ahead and get into the TNA Knockouts World Tag Team Championship match. This was Havoc and Rosemary uh, defeating Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich. I think this was probably the match that I was probably not as like invested in for me personally, but uh, how'd you feel about it? Um, this one, I was wondering coming into this why they didn't have a knockouts champ tag team championship match on the show at all. It didn't make sense. It's like, you guys got this big show. You're starting out with TNA. Why wouldn't you have your knockouts tag team champions? It was a surprise to all of us. They had them go out there and face the decay. I love MK Ultra so much. I was upset at the, the decision here, but I understand you kind of want to have some, new champions going in but i think this probably could have won that you could have kept as the same because i think they have so much more that they could do together but also you can split them up and have them as singles wrestlers so i don't know it all depends this is a a fine serviceable match only a couple minutes you know right right exactly so 
this next one that we got to get into, this one started off as a particular match, but ended in DQ. And then we ended up getting a totally different type of matchup. But this was a PCO uh, ended up, he was okay. So it's supposed to be PCO versus Dirty Dango. Okay. And I'll be honest, like at first I was like, I don't know how I feel about this matchup. Like even when I saw it announced, I was like, okay, I guess it'll be good, whatever. So I'm kind of glad that it ended in DQ and that it turned into a six-man tag because it ended up being something sort of entertaining and super random at the same time. So it was PCO, Rhino, and Jake something defeating Dirty Dango. And then uh, they also had a freaking Kozlov. And uh, Alpha Bravo there. So this was something that I enjoyed um, because it was freaking random. Denise. It was a random, Reg. But I had a good time with it. And freaking PCO, man, this guy, I swear to God, Reg, he can do something like even just as simple as a senton, right? We've seen a million guys do a senton. I see PCO do it and I'm like, ah, you know, because I'm so like nervous. But I love PCO, man. The entrance was so cool. I was into this. I'm sorry. Denise. Did you hate this? Yeah, this is the only match I was like, they could have kept this one. Like, no, what it was Sam fun. Hill's going on it here. was fun. Uh-uh. No interest in it at all. I like PCO when he does wild shit. If they're not, if it's not PCO wild shit, they're going to explode him with the car thing or like hit him with the brick. I'm not really that interested in it. Vladimir Kozlov was there. Yeah, I'm like, what is this guy doing here? Santino comes out at one point. I'm like, we're back in 2008 WWE and I'm out. You were like, I'm done. Yeah, I got I, I got your text, by the way. I got your text. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. I thought I, I just said that time. out loud. I don't know. I texted that to you. <laughs> you forgot you texted that to me. <laughs> so that was just a joke I made to myself. <laughs> no, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, I'm having a great time with this match. Oh. Yeah, you would be. You like those freak show matches, Denise. I do. I do like them uh, freak show matches, man. We got to get yeah. a little freak show, a little bit for everything. You got to feed the freaks out there, Reg. Nah, nah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Sheldon Jackson says Mustafa Ali has just debuted with a promo for uh, NJPW and challenged Hiromu oh. Takahashi to a match at Wendy City Riot. Dude, he's freaking that's everywhere. Right. Yeah. He's freaking everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think that's a really good pickup for them and a sign of things to come, baby. Hell yeah. MD says Denise likes the freak shows. That's true. Let's go. Let's go. I do love that stuff. All right. Um, we got to get into the opening match. And this was the Knockouts Ultimate X match. This was freaking cool, man. All of these girls freaking killed it. Giselle Shaw gets the victory. But I need to um, highlight two people specifically in this match that most impressed me. The first one was Danny Luna. Now, Danny I had Luna. not... I had not seen her work. I hadn't seen like uh, a couple of these girls that I wasn't as familiar with. But Danny Luna was one of the ones that I wasn't as familiar with. And I thought she went out there. She kind of had like the Jordan Gray spots of this match. She She was going out there and showing like um, just showing how strong she was. Like I didn't realize how strong she was and how much more, uh, you know, like stronger she looks compared to some of the other girls. So I was kind of blown away by her. I thought she did so good. She was kind of like a key person in the entire matchup where I kind of felt like there was other people that we really didn't see too much of. And like, that was actually my only thing, like Giselle Shaw, we only really got like one spot with Giselle. So Mm -hmm. I was kind of a little bit bummed when the ending happened because I didn't think that ending was that good i love the entire matchup but i thought that the ending kind of felt a little flat because i just thought it was going to be like a more creative uh i don't know just something a little bit more 
uh, that felt like, oh my God, like this really is the finish to the match. And I guess for me, it sort of felt a little bit abrupt. So I was kind of a little bit bummed when the finish actually happened, but I, I just wanted to see uh, a little bit more. I didn't want this match to be over essentially, but Danny Luna was one person that just really impressed me. And the other person was Jody Threat. I thought jo Jody Threat, like she has like Luna Vachon vibes and that's mm -hmm. like a compliment because Luna Vachon was crazy awesome. And Jody Threat has those vibes. Like she went out there and she's like this mad woman. And uh, at one point, like she picks up two of the girls and just like psh, tosses them. Yeah, I thought that was freaking cool. Really freaking mm -hmm. cool, man. Um, And then Zaya Brookside, she ended up getting signed by Impact Wrestling. I thought she also looked pretty good in this matchup too. But I think I would have liked to see a little bit more from, I felt like it was more so like half of the girls that we saw do a little mm -hmm. bit more than maybe the other half. Yeah, this probably match also probably could have used like five more minutes because like yes. you're saying, I, by, the, by the finish, it was like, okay, I think I needed a little bit more there, but I understand what was going on. I thought there were some strong spots at this at, at, in this match. Uh, Jody Threat was also a standout for me. Her hitting that double F5 was awesome. I've never even seen anybody do anything like that. And her just kind of like chaotic vibe of running around the ring and just getting it done. Really strong stuff. All the women hitting the spots off the 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 turnbuckle I was, thought was dope. Tasha Steele's hitting the cutter off of the on to the women. Really strong stuff. Yeah, I thought it was kind of like that though. There was a point where it was like half of the women would be gone for like a lot of the match, and then like where they at? They never came back. And it's because like in multi people matches like this, you always have to build like that. And sometimes people have to take the back seat. And it felt like Giselle took the back seat just a little bit too much considering she was going to be the winner of the match like they could have put a little bit more focus on her into the match knowing that she's going to get the win and and it, it the finish probably would have hit a little bit harder in that situation because it felt like okay like danny luna was incredible she was catching people out of the sky and shit power bombing people doing all this awesome stuff and then it was like all right that i understand why the finish happened because yourself straw is a big uh part of the knockouts division and actually kind of makes sense but it just felt a little bit flat Right. So that's where like, I think that the based on the way that the match was worked and based on the moments that we had, you would have thought that Danny Luna might have won this. Right. Right. So that's kind of how I felt, too. I wish that because Giselle won that they would have done more big moments. There was the one where she like, I forgot whose back she like stepped on and oh, just like, leaped over. Mm -hmm. That was kind of sick, too. That was mm -hmm. that was really it. Like there wasn't yeah. really any other big moment um, that involved her in it. So I was kind of like, oh, OK. So I just felt like the ending could have been a little bit stronger as well as just like the overall moments for the actual winner. So that was the main card. Did you get to watch the pre-show? Listen, TNA, you guys are starting out on a wild foot, you guys. You put the pre-show. Everybody knows pre-show, free show. But you put your free, your pre-show on your streaming service and half of the people are watching it on Fight or Thriller. So why would, and then they can't log on to watch. So you got hella people trying to watch your show and none of us could watch it because we're not watching the show on your streaming service. Also, you probably should have told everybody that before because I saw a bunch of the YouTube subscribers being like, we usually come here to watch the show and nobody's watching. I went to YouTube. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I went to YouTube and I couldn't find it there. And and then I was arguing with my husband over this because we were like, <laughs> I told him because it was around four o'clock, right? And he's all like, oh, I asked him like, oh, what time does the pre-show start? Because sometimes pre-show start an hour in advance, sometimes yep. half hour in advance. And he's like, oh, it starts now. 
And he's all like, oh, it's not on YouTube. And I was like, that's because it starts at 4.30. He's like, no, Denise, they're already posting GIFs on the on the social media account. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I don't, I think you're wrong. So we had a whole argument about whether or not the pre-show had started. And then he's all, okay, I'm going to go to Impact Plus. So then he goes to Impact Plus. And then we didn't see it there either. And so we went back to Twitter to read the comments and people were like, oh, it's on Impact Plus. So then we went back to Impact Plus to, or TNA Plus, whatever the fuck they're calling it now. Um, and then we finally found it. So I missed the Steve Macklin, Rich Swan match. Um, but I did get to watch um, a little bit of the tag team match. I think I got in like halfway towards the end. I did get to watch Crazy Steve and Tommy Dreamer. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then I also really enjoyed the uh, Joe Hendry uh, oh, top yeah. dollar thing. Did you I happen to that. see the video? Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty good. My guy Joe Hendry fr fried his ass pretty good. But then I like what uh, what Dalla and DJ Who Kid did to him. Beat his ass, choke slammed him, talks a lot of shit. Thought it was a pretty strong little angle that they did. Yeah, I liked it because at first I was like, oh, we're gonna have to sit through a music video. Yeah. Like, I don't wanna do that. Like, I'm Even not as somebody who's a rapper and does hip hop, I was like, this is not gonna work. Like, I know when there's times for to do music, and this was not the time, but I see what they did. Yeah, I ended up liking what they did a whole lot. I thought Joe Hendry with the video roasting top dollar was hilarious when he was mm -hmm. like, you tried to make it in the NFL and then you tried to do a dive and you failed. Something like that. It was really <laughs> hilarious. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. The cheese it champion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, damn, Dollar got to get his lick back because he's getting fried, but he got his lick back. Yeah, he cooked him good, like uh, mm -hmm. Shelton Mysterio here says. Um, but there you go. That was hard to kill TNA wrestling. I guess overall, um, Reg, two questions. One, yes. do you think that they succeeded with this show? Do you thought it was a good show? Like, what'd you think? Did you think they got the job done? And my second question to you is, what was match of the night? Yeah, I think with the buzz kind of coming out of it, like Nick wasn't the hugest name, like they said, but I still think it's a great acquisition for them. Inclu also including a Ash De Elegance. What's her name? I keep forgetting. Ash by Elegance. Ash by Elegance. I think those are some big pickups. Match of the night was either the tag match or the main event. But I think I'll pick the tag match just because I like the final stretch of it was really good. For me, it was the main event, mm. just like the overall story. I love that. But my second favorite match, though, was the uh, ex the freaking X Division one, the triple threat. That one was really great, too. But yeah. the main event definitely took the took the cake for me. Mm. Um, And then overall, I thought it was a good show, man. I really miss like I hate that TNA changed a couple months ago or maybe it's been a year now. I don't know how long now it's been, but I hate that they changed their, uh, their shows to Fridays mm -hmm. because I used to get to cover them when they were on Saturdays. I used to get to cover their pay-per-views, but when they changed to Fridays, I'm like, all right, well now I'm, I'm watching SmackDown. So I can't watch these shows. So I feel like, um, the Saturday shows for me are just a lot better. And mm -hmm. I hate that, that I can't watch their shows on Saturdays. I prefer the Saturday shows. I think with <clears throat> probably with collision and stuff like that, it's probably and with like how much wrestling is on Friday, uh, Saturdays, they're probably trying to beat the traffic of wrestling on a Saturday night. But I mean, it's just for wrestling fans, Saturday night's just so much easier to watch wrestling. You know yeah, I mean? especially a pay-per-view, especially yeah. a pay-per-view. Um, righty, before we go, everybody, just a heads up to everyone, uh, the next round of shows that is happening next week, I will be back on Tuesday to talk about NXT. Wednesday, Reg and I will be here to talk about AEW Dynamite. Friday, I will be here to talk about SmackDown. And then uh, we got, of course, Saturday Collision and just a bunch of uh, other stuff that's going to be happening 
pretty much in between. I'll see what content's going up and whatnot. It was a very busy week on this channel. I dropped interviews with Kushida, with Will Ospreay, with a couple of other people. So make sure to check that stuff out too. Um, also, before we go, guys, I know I'm super annoying about this, but if you guys leave a, a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please do. If you enjoy any of the podcasts, if you enjoy any of the interviews, it really, really helps out a whole, whole lot. Uh, so please do. It would mean a lot to me. The links are in the description box below, or you can just open up the apps and just search up Denise Salcedo, Instinct Culture by Denise Salcedo, and you guys will find it there. Reg, where can the people show you some love? You can show show me some love at Righteous Reg on all your social media accounts. Every Wednesday, I'm on with Denise on the AEW Dynamite post show. Also on with Mike on Indeed. Every Thursday, I'm on with Kate on the Ring of Honor post show. Every other Thursday is Ask Grapsity. Every Saturday, it's Grapsity Podcast of Philip Lindsay. And you can find me everywhere in the world that you also want to. Shout out to you guys for showing up. There's a lot of wrestling on the 300 or so people of you that came through. Really cool. Yes, seriously. I was like, damn, this is a busy night. People got some choices to make. So thank you so much to everybody who tuned in uh, to the post show. We appreciate you so very much. All right. Until next time. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you later.